Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to IndyCar Weekly. I am IndyStar Motorsports Insider Jim Aiello, and I am joined, of course, as always, by Connor Daly, the U.S. Air Force pilot who actually got to go up in an F-16 this week, and uh, the Andretti Autosport Indy 500 drivers. So, uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to go do talk about Long Beach, obviously. we got the big oval uh, test coming up on April 24th. we got Indy 500 odds to talk about, which is fun because Connor hasn't seen them yet, and I'm going to make him <laughs> guess where he fits in and all that. And then, of course, we have your uh, Twitter questions. So lots to go over. We'll start with Connor. And, uh, and uh, yeah, how was, how was being in the air? Uh, great. Scary. Townsend nearly crashed, um, <laughs> which was hysterical. And hopefully it makes a great NBC pre-race piece for the Indy 500. That's the whole goal with this, with this thing. We both flew F-16s. We were dogfighting each other. We were essentially going to try and simulate a, a race, breaking the track record in the sky. Um, but then Townsend's plane broke down. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I think it'll be a good NBC piece. Hopefully they um, were still well, – I would love for them to give us an onboard camera also because that would be neat of them to do, but those cost a lot of money. So we'll see if they can give us a free one because we put Townsend in an F-16. Um, who knows? But it was a lot of fun, obviously, because you're pulling nine Gs. I pulled a muscle in my neck already just before the Indy test, which is great. Perfect timing. Um, but, uh, but I'll be fine by the time that that test comes. All right. We'll tease a little bit because we have a good Twitter question asking what in the heck just happened. But can you just tell us, tell us Townsend's okay, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, totally <laughs> fine. It was just procedures. I think they, I think Townsend, we, we, we made it sound like it was a little bit more. Obviously, everything was fine. They all have protocols on protocols on if something fails. They have backup systems and all that stuff. But it was kind of funny to to see Townsend's reaction for sure. Yeah, it was fun following along on Twitter because it was just like sheer excitement and all the things. And then all of a sudden it was like massive problems. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very scary. Well, might, might have had to eject. I mean, technically it was an emergency landing and he was surrounded by fire crews and people with oxygen masks oh, coming up to gosh. him and all that stuff. So uh, it was pretty wild. But uh <laughs> But he's okay, and I'm sure we got great television content out of it. All right. Well, like I said, we'll save it. We'll save it for the Twitter part of uh, this of this podcast where we can talk about what exactly happened because somebody did ask that. So we will get there. But first, we'll go back to your um, <coughs> your comments on Alexander Rossi. I believe right after right after the race, you tweeted out Alexander Rossi. That was neat. I mean, it was. I, I <laughs> predict elaborate. It. I, yeah. I don't think anyone. There was nothing else that needed to be said. He was going to win that weekend. Everyone knew that. I knew that. I predicted it. Uh, he's got Long Beach down. He literally goes through all those practices, like j- not even putting everything on the table. Like he's 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 goes through all those practices, whether he's fifth, fourth, whatever. He's like, I don't care. I'll have it. And he was so was so confident. Every single t- set of tires he had hit the wall because he uses every piece of the track, and he doesn't hit the wall hard. He just scrapes the wall because that's what he does. So. Uh, pretty cool to see that. Uh, the team obviously had a great weekend in general. Ryan was fast as well. Um, Marco was fast at times, I think. And, and, uh, and Zach had a, well, he had to pit at the end for fuel, which sucked. Um, but yeah, 
I think Alex has that place down. And, I mean, no yellows really after the first one, which was sort of typical Long Beach, it seems like, in the last four or five years. I know my first race there had no yellows at all. And it None? was, like, really weird. Yeah, 2015, oh. no, not one yellow. Um, so, yeah, we'll, uh, I, we'll, we'll knock that one down to lapping everyone up to P12 uh, <laughs> and destroying everyone. So, I mean, it was, it was among the the best displays of like technical I mean, full team displays i'll say because obviously it was just it was incredible he and it was a whole team we'll say that yeah. i mean they gave him a car that was clearly a world better than the rest i don't know about that i know i think there are some tracks that suit certain drivers i think there are some tracks that okay. we've seen um you know where some people can have dominant days like that but yeah obviously you have to get to the car exactly what you need out of it and and he was able to do that and jeremy his engineer is an absolute wizard so you know they, they're a good combo not exactly a strategy day for rob edwards either no <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> basically the whole thing going. on the radio was just okay the next car in front of them get us get them out of their, our way get them out of our way we they went down to probably seven different pit boxes trying to get people out of their way <laughs> so it was all about negotiating with lap traffic and uh and that was the goal it was um to say that it was it was cool win for for Andretti and for Alex, obviously. Not the most entertaining, and we'll get to that in a second, but yeah. cool for Alex in that it was the 200th for the Andretti Autosport team, um, which obviously meant a lot to Michael. Not 200th in IndyCar, by the way, to clarify all disciplines, but still a lot. for He's only been an owner yes. for uh, 2003, I think it was. Is yeah. That right? yeah, yeah, a so lot of years. 15, 16 years, so that's not that long for, to rack up 200 wins already. Um, I know, yeah. I mean, you got to give the guy credit. This, I mean, he started strong, still going strong. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't kidding when he. I think I asked him after Takuma's win at the 500. He said, "I want, I want to beat Roger Penske. That's what I want to do. I want to have more wins. I want to have more Indy 500 wins than Roger Penske." So I'm sure he's got plenty of time ahead. Yeah, <laughs> he's he, built a pretty strong business. The, the numbers were pretty compelling. He's got a chance. He's got to. I mean, he's got to keep winning at a consistent pace, but he can do it. Um, the other oh, yeah. thing was for Alex. Uh, Dedicated the win to his grandfather, who passed away. Mm-hmm. So a very emotional win for him. Very cool that he was able to get that, you know, to get the win, and, and you know, say that on TV and how much it meant to him to, to be able to do that. So, yeah, not a lot. Just offered condolences to that family. Other other than that, but it was like I said, it was kind of a special moment for them. Yeah, and I mean, he's a California kid, obviously. Um, yeah, you know, he's he's he spent a lot of time in Southern California and California in general. So a lot of a lot of good people out there, a lot of friends, family. Um, but yeah. I think the only thing that he hated was that Joseph finished second for the championship. Um, but, uh, but Joseph, again, Joseph is having like really strong races that like sort of like he'll, he'll put in a really good in lap and out lap and his, his crew does an incredible job in the pits. And all of a sudden he jumps two cars like Dixon and power. And it's like, well, heck, how did that happen? And then, you, you know, he'll never look back in the race. So he never goes backwards, it seems like, Joseph, so far this year. Not, so Not this year, no. That's really, really consistent for the championship. And, you know, obviously there are many more pit stops than what we, you know, what we saw in Long Beach at Indy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that'll be more difficult to maintain. But those guys are obviously doing an incredible job keeping that thing up front and just going forward. I mean, if, you're, if your worst day is second, you know, even if you're 20 seconds behind Alex, doesn't matter. You still finish second. You get the points. Yeah, it's and, the same amount of points. And he's still leading the championship. So I, I think that's that was that's been pretty impressive for Joseph. He's obviously going to be probably the one. He, he's in championship form. I would say for sure right now. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be the three guys that finished one, two, three. I I, yeah. I I hate to say that, but those three look like the the championship. Contenders. Well, technically, Graham finished third. You know. <laughs> <laughs> technically we're gonna get there soon yeah, yeah. it's gonna be fun but yeah. um yeah <laughs> yes te- yeah, technically course. technically graham Rahal did third, third yes. yes yeah <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, Scott Newgarten, and yeah, Joseph. Like just to your point, Joseph. I think that was his third third podium in yeah. four races. But I will say this: he entered the he entered May last year with a championship lead, yes. and then it, and May wasn't great for him, and then no. it all kind of came apart a little bit, and, and in a way that it comes apart for a Penske, where it was like not no more top fives, it was top yeah. tens. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it all depends. the the big The big thing for Penske is like if which engine manufacturer is going to be the best, right? It is, is if it's if it's Chevy again, then yeah, it's going to be Penske one, two, three, four, and they're probably going to they're going to be really hard to beat. But if they're struggling, you know, I hope I obviously hope Honda comes with a whole ton of horsepower. But that's that whole debate and that whole um, question is like in everyone's mind right now. Certainly in our in our team's mind. I mean, we're like, we really hope we have the horsepower because last year we were so far down. Um, you know, we really hope we have it. So I think either Penske's just sort of biding their time and putting away points and then they know they're going to have a ton of horsepower at Indy and they're just going to destroy everyone. <laughs> I hope not, but, uh, but you just never know until you get there for day one, really whose engines are going to be quickest. Well, that's, a, that's, a, that's perfect. What I was going to ask you was what day do you actually know? Is it day one? Do you really find out? I, I think you can tell. Yeah, okay. I think you can tell because everyone's going to try and be conservative for a few days. Right. But I don't know. I, I think you, you, we knew pretty quickly last year that the Hondas were going to be. It, you're working a lot harder to uh, to get the speed out of it for sure. Okay, and and just to be clear, and we'll talk about the tests yeah. here coming up. But you won't find we won't find this out of the test. I don't think so. Okay, I okay. don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll move on. Uh, you kind of touched on. Oh, actually, no. I wanted let's talk about what's one more thing on Alex because um, I wrote this story and it's been a topic of conversation, which is I think it's entirely possible to appreciate a brilliant drive like Alexander Rossi's yeah. had and, and, and an incredible day for, for that entire team and also be kind of bored by the race. It wasn't the, yeah, most, yeah. It wasn't the most entertaining race if you're anybody other than a Rossi fan or on the Rossi pit stand. Well, we're spoiled, right? We have great racing most of the time. Right. And, and yeah, there were, there were no yellows which create craziness. Um, there was some good racing in like mid-pack every now and then and you obviously, like Simon Pagano again snuck his way up to the top six like he beat his teammate power and, and I think... Simon's slowly going to, you know, he's going to be there, right? He's going to be in a good spot. I mean, the guy's fifth in the championship. So he's clearly, you know, not in the worst position. Right? I, he's, I think no, he's, he's, a, he's 11th. Oh, he's 11th. Well, yeah. he's going to be fifth here very soon. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he's, I, I think, again, Simon's going to be one of those guys that's slowly getting better with this car. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I think you have to appreciate Alex's win because we sometimes look at Formula One races and Lewis Hamilton wins by 10 minutes and it's like, oh yeah, great. It was awesome. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah, of course. Like that was, a, that was a display of dominance. It was great. Um, I, I, I think watching racing at Long Beach in general is entertaining, but I yeah. think, because I think all the cars are, are at the, on the edge of control and obviously like we, like we saw Colton, like more like, you know, that was a, a rookie, rookie mistake yep. type thing, but these things are going to happen, right? Like it's not, that doesn't matter. It's like Colton, you've already won a race this year. Like you are the man. Like it's <laughs> it's that's good. Yeah. Um, and these things happen. So, you know, that sucked. But uh, but we saw how difficult this track is, you know, right there. Like this this is a tough tough track to deal with. Everyone's fighting. I really enjoyed actually as well Felix Rosenquist's Instagram post yesterday. He was like I didn't see it. Oh yeah, he said this is without a doubt like the the toughest series that he's ever been a part of when it comes to making sure everything is right like ev everything has to be good you have to be driving at the absolute limit all the time uh i actually really liked it he was like i you know he's obviously competed in most of the series in the world yeah and the guy's like around. you have to be mistake free i mean you have to it's some of the toughest racing and i really respect that i think that i think that's why he's gonna earn some fans respect that's why he's gonna earn a lot of these drivers respect i think he's already got you know most everyone's i, I think the guy's a great guy um 
but it's just one of those things that you have to be absolutely the best you can be at all times. Yeah. And if you're not, you know, you're going to struggle, but, but that's why it's a long season and you got to make sure that if your days of struggle, you know, are 10th, then, you know, it's not that bad. Right. Well, and to your point, I mean, we saw, and if you want to explain to people what happened to Will, did you see when, when Will kind of went off into the runoff area? Um, I don't, I don't know if you saw this highlighted yet or not. Yeah. Yeah. With the, the left front break that was like going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's there were it was it was an overboost is what I was told that it was. Can you explain? An overboost that caused him to go deep in the break zone? I it's what I think that's what Townsend said. I don't think that that doesn't make sense. Doesn't overboost make sense. makes you go slower. Okay. Well yeah. then tell us what happened to Will. <laughs> well, tell us what happened to Will. I, like think I, said, just, I, I think he just broke too late. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, mean this is what we're talking about. It, it. it looked like because okay. if, if that left front is is shooting that much carbon out of there, yeah. That's crazy. I mean, that looked wild. Um but that's like, but like, yeah, you're driving on the limit at that corner every lap, and as the tires degrade, turn one brake zone is very difficult. It's 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 a corner that you have to roll way more speed into it than you think you do, mm-hmm. and if you don't, you lose so much time because there are guys that are using that curb on the inside and they're flowing the speed out, touching the wall and the exit just barely. Um, and yeah, he you know he made a mistake, and, and I mean these things happen. This yeah. is happening to champ multi-champion willpower it's happening to you know felix rosenquist and qualifying i mean you're you're trying to get everything out of this and that's why our series is so good it's because you see really good guys making mistakes because it's hard like yeah. it's not easy which is great i well, think i like that the link between that and what i think the topic everybody wants to hear us talk about now is is the link between that was was will was guarding against scott coming yeah, at that point yeah. and so was graham at the end of the, at that last turn eight the reason he locked the reason dixon even had a chance i think at the end there was because graham locked up in turn eight yes. and then recovered nicely yes but and that but that's but again just i was just before we get into the controversy i think it does yeah. speak to your point in that you have to be perfect and especially yeah. with a guy like Scott behind you who's ready to take advantage of any mistake that you're going to make. Yeah, and I'm prepared to get into that controversy right now. Do it. I, I think, here's the thing. I obviously, I like Scott. Everyone likes Scott. He's a great man. Uh, I like Graham, too. I, I think Graham Graham has done a great job over the last few races. Um, you know, if it wasn't for Barber, I think he probably would have had, you know, a couple top top four, top threes in a row. Um, but I, I, wa- I watched it, and I... I literally saw Scott do exactly the same thing to Zach Veach and Coda. I watched it myself on the front straight. I was like, well, he just drove into Zach because Zach made a move. And now Zach was a lap down or something, but he was faster. But Scott moved late and literally took the entire front wing off of Zach's car. And... No obviously nothing nothing was done there but but i but it was this it was the same thing it was like graham moved over to block and scott's wing was there and he just brushed the wing it's like okay yeah maybe that's a a move but like i i don't know i i just i just think if they're, they're any every blocking move is you're gonna hate someone for it right because i mean like it happens but i, I just don't I don't see a reason to take away a podium finish from a guy because of that. I, I don't think that that's. I don't think that that was worth it. If, if Scott had ricocheted into the wall and crashed, yes, Scott did not do that. So I, I don't know. I, I think either way, you're gonna hate it if you're like if that was if I was Scott, I would absolutely be calling Graham cool. out on that. Like, yeah, he's blocking crazy. Idiot, well, you gotta try it sucks. at least, right? Yeah, of course. Anytime someone makes a dumb right. move, like. Charlie Kimball trying to put me in the freaking grass and gateway. I'm like, that guy was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. No one was penalized for it, obviously, but I still passed him and moved on. But, like, that was a million percent a reactionary move where it was like, cool, there's a penalty. 
no penalty, right? So that's that's the only thing is I think there's a lot of inconsistency with blocking penalties. Okay. Blocking penalties are probably the the easiest thing to get wrong in a racing series. And right now, the whole year, I think everyone's been pretty lenient on penalties. I don't I mean, especially when it comes to blocking or racing penalties, you know what I mean? Like yeah, if you're going to fender blast someone into the wall, like there's been penalties called like on like between like when Alex and Simon, I think they were hitting each other and that was going on and nothing happened, right? I was like, okay, whatever. Obviously, Simon got a puncture, so that, you know, the penalty was... Yeah, that was a penalty there, itself. yeah. But um, but that was just... I, I just think that was... It, it was a shame to have that affect the race like that. I just... I, I don't think that that... I don't think that that was... Was it a reactionary move? Yeah, maybe, but like... Technically, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, 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 I just don't see... Because there were so many other instances so far this year that I've seen people reacting and taking people's wings off and blocking, including the guy that was the benefactor of the penalty, it's like, hey, you know what? If you're lucky, maybe it's just one of those things that sometimes you get lucky, sometimes you don't. I've certainly never had anyone get penalized for blocking me, and I've been blocked into the wall, into grass, and all over the place, <laughs> and it's been on TV, and so has my radio messages. So I, 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 I don't really get it. Well, I can tell you there's somebody who stands with you on this one, and we're going to play a clip here from, <laughs> from Bob Rahal, who, who, who wasn't... He, listen, I was standing... I love Bob's comments. I was standing at um, race control, or not race control, at the IndyCar trailer for, I don't know, 45 minutes after the race, waiting for somebody to come talk to me, and watching Bob Rahal and, and Pierce Phillips storm into the trailer <laughs> was pretty fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were pretty, pretty upset, um, but I will give credit to Bob when he came out. He completely disagreed with what he was told, but he handled it very well, like a professional. Pretty much, pretty much said that. And again, the clip we're going to play here is going to say exactly what you said, which was it's just the inconsistencies that bother him. If you're yes. not, if you're not going to call it at other times, then don't call it now. So here, here's the clip. I hate it when um, the results on the track aren't, you know, aren't kind of declared on the track or aren't you know settled, sorted out, settled on the track. Yeah. You know, when when there's and, and, and as I say, and, and these guys have their reasons. I don't necessarily agree with them, but they have their reasons. Now, now the issue is, well, okay, now you've got to live up to that every single race from now on in. Right. So I, I wouldn't want to be in that position, frankly, because that's that's kind of a tenuous, difficult place. They're sort so, of boxing themselves in with this call. Well, I mean, you make this call, what's the difference for the next one? You know, that's now where, where is the definition, you know? And I think that's the biggest thing is all you look for is consistency. And, and um, you know, I have the greatest respect for Max and Ari and everybody in there. Um, I think, sometimes think they forget what they do when they're racing, <laughs> as we all do, I suppose. But, uh, you know, it's just um, it's frustrating because you drive really hard, you have a good race. And then you know, at the end of the year, those what, two points or whatever might make a big difference. And so as you can see, Bob, Bob, Bob makes the point that he knows what blocking is. And he knows that blocking... Bob's a racer. Yeah. He knows. Yeah, and he's done it. And and, and yep. I think Graham got out of the car and said, I, yeah, it's a block, but that's not illegal. No, it's technically not. The reactionary move is... Right. But everything's a reactionary move. If you're going to block, you're gonna, that's because you're seeing a man in your mirror or a woman that's going to pass you. Right. And so, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so let's get to the other point that you've hinted, hinted yeah. at. Preferential treatment. <laughs> um. I don't think that really exists, but I, I think, I mean, stewards are humans, right? Right. Stewards are humans, and it's not a machine system. It's not like a robot, you know, calling out penalties, and people know 
veterans more than they know, you know, rookies and, and they, and they know certain people and teams and stuff like that. But I certainly can't comment on that. I, I, I mean, you can't, right. You, you just hope that it's not preferential, but I mean, I've seen certain, you've, you've certainly seen other people benefit from things more than me or, or any of us, the, the poor people that are, you know, scouring the grid and, and stuff like that. So I don't know. I, um, I think everyone, you know, I, I'm big into conspiracy theories. Love it. Aliens are cool. You know, all of that stuff. Wild, you know, moon landings. Let's go. But, but I, I you know, I, 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 because I'm still competing in the racing series and I want to be competing in it for a very long time. I would obviously hope and and like to say that there's probably not preferential treatment. All right, here's what I'll tell you, and I can't I can't get any more specific. I mean, by you, you know, I don't need to tell you, but I mean, fans listening, what I can say is that I've talked to, I texted five drivers <laughs> about whether or not there's preferential unnamed drivers, unnamed drivers about preferential treatment. I was one of them. You were one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but you were, of course, going to be one of them. Uh, three of them said there's absolutely not. Preferential treatment in, in IndyCar, 0%, no way, no chance. And two of them said there's 100% definitely preferential treatment in IndyCar. Yeah, so funny. So I can probably predict who all those I was going to say, I mean, I'm sure you might know. I will know. not guess them. But not here, but after, yeah, say later maybe. <laughs> we yeah. can go over who those people might be. But no, yeah. I mean, and I think, actually, I, think, I do think it, it, to your point, it might, I think if you're racing at the front of the grid, you might not have the same opinion as somebody that's in the middle of the pack or yes. the back of the pack or that has had to struggle in the back of the pack kind of a thing. Yeah. I think Well, like I'll tell you one thing. No one's calling penalties from P10 on back. This is like, this is kind of what I mean. That's that's cuz like I've always, I've obviously fought through many fields. Like I, you know, we we passed the most cars in 2016 for a reason. And there are several things that no one ever saw because none of us have onboard cameras back there and no one cares about what's going on past P10. So we get it, right? Yeah. But it's a it's a wild scene back there. People chopping people, people hitting people, and you would never know. Yeah. And if we complain about it to the stewards, it's not like they have anything to look at. Yeah. So they don't. So they don't well, know. I'm sure they have camera Some. views, but they don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? I certainly would. I certainly think that. And I get it. Like it's you know, hey, whatever. I think I think there has been some calls randomly against you know people that are that are racing for a little bit deeper in the pack, but that could easily affect your day just as much as anyone else because we know how IndyCar races go. You could you could you could get back, get one yellow suddenly you're at the front again. But um, but yeah, I mean I I think right now our steward system is obviously I think the a a, a more liked system than what we've had in okay. the past. I would say that that's that's a positive thing. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's better to have the three or the four people that they've got in there making decisions. Better to better than that than just one guy that everyone wants to hate after you know ten minutes. Um, so yeah, that's that's where I have it. Yeah, someone's always going to be on the wrong side of it. Someone's going to be on the right side of it. It just is what it is. There has to be rules in racing, and we got to follow the governing body. So the, qu- the question I want to ask, though, and I think this is the most important thing. And again, this is kind of what is another part of the quote that Bob had later, and and I think Graham addressed at one point too, is that even if put put Long Beach aside, does this open a can of worms going forward? Like if you're going to call that block that particular block, then aren't you going to have to call? 47 others you know it does set a precedent yes and, and I, I think they'll be thinking about that as they go forward for sure yeah and that's and that's unfortunate because i okay and i and i this is something i wrote i hate 
I think, and I think race control feels the same way. I think they'd like not to get involved as, as much as possible. I think that's yeah. Kyle Novak's kind of stand is I'm not going to throw yellows. It I'm not going to call like penalties. It, yeah. Like he, I, that's, he just wants to stay out of it as much as possible, which I respect. Yeah. But if you're going to get involved in this situation, well, now next time something happens to Graham, he's going to call it in pretty quickly. You better bet. Yep. And it's possible. I don't know. I, I mean, guess, guess what race is coming up? Indy. Guess who blocks at Indy? Everyone. Everyone. So I, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, it's an interesting situation to be in, but. We can't solve it, so we'll see. Okay. We'll just have to get really angry reactions from everyone as the races go on. It's fun. I like yeah, angry yeah, reactions exactly. from everybody. You know, like exactly. I said, it, it was just a highlight. It was the, it, it happened on the last lap. It was, yeah, I mean, that's that's big. A last lap block for a, for a podium position? Yeah. I mean, that's huge. It's not a, it's not for the win, but it's, I mean, the no. podium's big. Like, if it was for the win, this thing would be yeah. massive. That's huge. Um yeah, so t- tough, tough spot for the whole series to be in. I for think. sure. Credit to Graham, I will say, too, by the way, who got out of the car, had third taken away from him, and was on TV, I don't know, yeah. f- 15 seconds afterward, and, yeah. and didn't freak out and handled it, like I said, like a pro. Disappointed, obviously, but handled, yeah. handled it like a pro. I wanted to address real quick with you, um, Joseph and Scott talked about um, about how maybe to, to make this race a little better uh after the after, after you know during their press conference and they both kind of said i think it was scott that suggested maybe if you make the tires a little worse if we make this race a little bit longer you might have introduced more more fuel strategy anything yeah, you know. anything you like anything you think that could make this thing not kind of dependent on yellows because as fun as like i said yeah. as, as dominant as alex is and he might be next year anyway yeah. I, I just you know there it, it would be in, i think indycar's interest to at least investigate ways to make it a little bit more entertaining yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, you got guys at the back trying three stop strategies. You know, realistically, yeah, I think they just had to do that because they were well, know, yeah. not good with fuel. But I don't know. I, I it's hard to say because some races at Long Beach have been great, some haven't. Um, I, it's. I mean, I, I don't think there is a solution. Okay, tires. Ugh, I mean, everyone says tires, more tire wear, but like then everyone hates it when they wear out like that. So it, I don't know. Fire sounds in a no-win situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. Okay, well, that's just something I thought. And you're right. Maybe you shouldn't react. But we probably shouldn't react to two years of not the greatest racing in the world. It could, yeah. could easily turn around it could, yeah. Next, yeah. next time. So, all right, we'll move on. Um, I did want to talk about Simon because I feel like we've talked about Simon in a negative way a couple times. He just hasn't had a very good race. He's still a dark horse for me. Is he? Okay. Go, well, he's and, still my dark horse. And he had yeah. a good, and he had a good race. I mean, where did, yeah. he, where did he, where did he start? He started fifth and finished sixth. So, I mean, not obviously not the way you want to move, but still yeah, but a top are, six. There's good cars up there. You know what I mean? A lot of good people. Yeah. And I think, uh, actually I really thought Ryan was going to have a better day than he did. Just, yeah. Well, Ryan, I mean, Ryan sort of, they gypped themselves in qualifying, I think a little bit by doing the tire strategy. So he, he was always quite fast on the weekends. Yeah. I kind of thought he was going to have, I don't know about Alex-type speed, but I thought he was going to be close. Yeah, we thought so too. But, um, yeah, I, I still think Simon is a dark horse. If he's going to keep putting in those those finishes like that, he's going to gain points. He's probably going to have a good Indy. Um, we know he's good at the Grand Prix, so that's certainly one where he could he could make up some time as well. Okay. Um I want to say, I mean, even if Graham didn't get his podium, fourth place, and Takuma eighth, Rahal looks legit. I mean, it looks like that's a thing. All weekend they were looking good, yeah. I, and, and building off a weekend where Takuma had won and Graham would have had a top five car if, if, it, um, if he hadn't had troubles there in Barber. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that looks like a team that has made significant progress from last year, uh, both on road and street courses, which I think is huge. And now, we, obviously, the Oval is yeah, the next and, thing and we have to talk they, about. They gain a car for Indy, too, so more more experience. Anything um, anything else that stands out to you I, on, on this one? I'm trying to think who else had a day. Tony Kanan, I don't know if you talked to him, but that guy, uh, 
had a pretty significant hit in practice. I think yeah, he, that was a big one. Yeah, yeah and he was one. feeling pretty sore, I guess, neck yeah. and back. And, and, he I mean, definitely went rolling into that wall pretty hard. Yeah, so obviously not a great race for him, but credit to him for keeping that Ironman streak going because he's got... 5,000 races in a row, I think, is how, where he's at at this point. I'm kidding. For what? Oh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. No, yeah. I think he's at, I think he's at, I don't I know the number. I was going to say, you're probably right. There's it's 100 like, million races I, in a row. I think yeah. he's at like three, or three, three, something over 300, because I remember writing a story yeah. about 300 recently, but it's like 320 or three, 350. So anyway, he kept yeah. it going is, is really all I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, those poor guys are still struggling. Yeah, is there I, any, any, any? I can't really comment on that, because I just, it makes me so sad anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I like Tony a lot. Tony's one of my, still one of my favorite humans um, in the in the paddock, and I think he's obviously a really good driver. But I but I know where he's at, and I know I know that environment. So yeah, I think there's gonna be there's gonna need a lot a lot a lot of differences to change that that the the path that they're on. Yeah, I I definitely. I don't know. I'm. Do you it's just hard. Do, I, I do know exactly the, why. Yeah, I think okay. I, I think it's just. Yeah, is it a vindication when you see that? By the way, I don't know if that's the right word. No, it's I, I just feel bad because like I wanted to be there with TK, right? Like yeah. that's that was he, the plan, like won, and yeah. would have been cool to, you know, to be teammates with Tony because I think I'm a very technical guy and I think we would have worked well together because he's you know he's very instant, like very good at driving and you know usually likes to have a good technical teammate. Um, but yeah, you know that 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 was like I and everyone wants to see AJ Foyt Racing succeed. Yeah. Like I think there's a lot of people like core racing fans who want to see AJ Foyt Racing succeed and I think you know, I you know everyone struggles for money in business, but it's like man, like this is still a sport where like at what point do you make, you know, make the call to try and, you know, just be successful? Like I I see this I see this with several teams that are like in that mid-pack. I just I see you can almost see exactly why things are happening and like the consistency, the consistent basis of being like, okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and, but, but that's, that's part of racing. That's always going to be part of racing. It is what it is. But like, there are so many people that I know over there and at other teams too, who like so badly want to succeed. Um, and they deserve like for all the work they've put in, they deserve, you know, wins, those feel good days. Um, but yeah, it's tough. It's it's you know still gotta still gotta keep the doors open. <laughs> is there is there any salvation coming at Indy? They were pretty decent there last year. I'm sure Tony will be good at Indy. Yeah. Okay, yeah, for sure. Okay, I, I can see him being good there. Absolutely. He was. I qualified in the top fourteen, twelve, somewhere in there. Yeah, last they're year. also Chevy too. Chevy oh, I know, really and Chevy, powerful. And yeah. I, but they took advantage of it. So I I I think I think for sure Tony's saving grace is always Indy, right? Okay. Which Indy's going to be good for him. Okay. Um, and he's going to be happy because he loves Indy. He's Indy 500 champion, so you everyone feels good when they're an Indy 500 champion. I assume. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think he's feeling all right. Yeah, he and he lives here now, so he'll get to enjoy the. Exactly. I don't think you don't have to. Yeah, it's going to be kind of a different experience. Well, he'll still him. be at the bus, but yeah, yeah, no, but house. it'll yeah. be yeah, it'll be different. I guess he can go home if he wants to. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, anything else about Long Beach that you wanted to talk about? We're four races in. Anything there? Otherwise, before so. before we move to the test, I don't think so. Yeah, just you know. Long Beach was Long Beach. It wasn't, you know, not nothing too crazy. We talked about the controversy. We talked about Alex just dominating everyone. Yep. Now we can move on to Indy, which is great. Yeah. That's... I, I think everyone's excited about that. I'm very excited about that. I become relevant again here in about a week. <laughs> you are be nice. an IndyCar <laughs> driver with a, yeah, with, a, with, a, with a race to look forward to I coming up helmets here. coming. I got a suit. I've got a car that's real. I've seen it in the shop. It exists. It has an engine that's attached to it. It's very exciting. And please tell everyone, because I've seen questions, when, is, when are they going to see the Yeah, livery? I feel like I've said this. You have. I'm going to make you April 23rd. <laughs> okay. 100% April 23rd. 
because uh, it's the, the day before we obviously go on track, so seems to be right, and we're uh, yeah, there you go. So April twenty third. I don't I don't have an exact time of the day, but I assume it is probably in the morning. Um, and yeah, it'll be cool. And for the twenty eighth time, you're not racing the IndyCar Grand Prix. And I, yeah, for the seven thousand eight hundred ninety sixth time, I am not racing the Grand Prix. Unless Ricardo Yunkos finds me some money to drive it, but uh, I don't think so. Or if anyone wants to chip in, call the Connor Daly Racing Funding Hotline, just my DMs and Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> just shoot them. Let one. me know. I mean, all I need is, you know, six figures. So <laughs> yeah, help your boy out. Well, have you sold the motorcycle yet? Because that'll help. No, that'll chip. but I, I think it is motorcycle selling season. So okay. yeah, it's we're true. working on it. Yeah, okay, my cousin good. actually texted me the other day. He's, he's trying to sell my motorcycle now, too. So we'll see. Okay, you got multiple people working on this. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. on the podcast. So yeah. You're getting thousands, like, thousands of people. Yeah, listening. and I'm like <laughs> renting my house out too, like to try and earn money as well during the month of May, which is great. Okay, it all works. It yeah, all, it's you all put part it all of together. The, yeah, all, yeah. It's not going to be enough to get in the car for the Grand Prix, but one day I you, will never say never because I know there are teams of road course cars floating around. They're out there. So who knows? Maybe you could, I was say you could talk to Zach Brown. Seems to be interested in doing just about everything. Uh, yeah, I, think I, I have a better relationship with Zach Brown first. <laughs> Are you not on good terms with Zach Brown? You just no, I am. I, just, I I am. My dad used to ask him for money all the time. <laughs> but I know Zach. He's very cool. I, I I actually had a dream the other night. I legitimately had a dream that Zach Brown. I went up to him, talked to him, and he was like. Nice to meet you. I was like, no, Zach, I, I know who you are. Like we met. I literally <laughs> dreamt about meeting Zach Brown and him looking at me as if I was not even a racing driver. And <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a nightmare. I'm really but, I, but I have a feeling we, we we know each other better than that. I think in real life. <laughs> I'm really, did you? But I actually had a dream about it. This is what I think about in my daily this life. Is sad. Like, this is all. This is it's dumb. All I think about is racing. That's a that's a really poignantly like bad nightmare. Like some nightmares are outlandish, and you're like, that's ah, stupid. But, but that I was one... like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. It's probably true. <laughs> did you you didn't see him at Long Beach this week? I did briefly, but I didn't. I didn't get to say hello to him. He's got. Uh, he's got secrets. That man. That man's got secrets. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone. Everyone thinks. Well, he's just super popular. Yeah, he's. So everyone uh, wants to know what he knows. Yeah, apparently he was talking to some drivers and doing yeah, a bunch yeah. of stuff. He didn't talk to me. Well, <laughs> you impress him at the Indy Five Hundred, and that's, that's the only thing, thing, right? Everyone's like, "Oh, McLaren would be great for you." I was like, "Yeah, I have IndyCar experience. I feel like I pretty much know what's going on." But uh, yeah, I'm I, again. My stock isn't very high. Well, it can be. So we'll figure it out. It can be. I think it can be as well. It uh, it would be a good segue to the test, but I will say that yes. uh, if you haven't, go check out what Zach Brown's talking about because it sounds like Indy Five or Indy Car team is is coming. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I I I totally agree. I totally see that happening. Two car team. Like, it's funny he keeps going. Well, you don't know, but if we did do it, and here's eight details about the program. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, so. I, I mean you have to think about it, right? I think that's a good idea. The thing is, you know, the one I want to know about is if what's he going to do. Maybe do you know what what, what OEM is? Is he coming with a new OEM? Is he coming with an old one? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Let's hope he brings a new OEM. I, I I think he'd be a good connection. I asked him about it, and he played very coy about it. So obviously, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. All right, let's go to the test because we can talk rumors of McLaren all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What you had you had lunch with your engineer today? Yes, yes. Give us a little recap of what you guys talked about. I can't. Okay, <laughs> great, good stuff. But uh, <laughs> no, I mean it, it's just. You know, everything's now moving forward. I'm going to make a new seat tomorrow, uh, you know, try and get a little bit lower in the car. Um, it's amazing to see what everyone's talking about now because it's so, it's, you're so fine tuning. We're, we're talking about the most minute details, like, you know, whether we have too many stickers on the car or, or whether the, the, like, what position my helmet wickers are going to be in for aerodynamic efficiency. And I'm like, well, I've never done that before. 
So, you know, it's such a high level of, of detail that I'm excited to be a part of that. I'm excited to mess with my helmet wickers or stuff like that to try and find an extra bit of mile an hour because that all helps. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's just, you know, the big question mark just remains who's going to have the big horsepower. You know what I mean? And I think, um, it's, it's, it's really hard to guess because you know, you never really know until you get out there. Um, but it, but it's just going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun to just get out there. I think we're all ready. Um, the car is prepared, you know, everyone's, you know, everyone's good to go. The team, you know, we have a great test plan obviously ahead of us cause we got, you know, five, five guys, um, you know, out there rolling. So, yeah. uh, five slash six. six. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. I was going to correct you there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting for sure. So I, 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 I can't tell you anything about what we're doing. Good. But, that's okay. Uh, but obviously that's a nice position to be in. That's, I was going to say, that's the kind of things that you want. You want to be able to hoard secrets. You want to be able yeah. to have secrets. Yeah. Um, and there's plenty of things to keep secret, which is nice. I'm going to recap real quick in case people don't know. April, 4, April 24th Oval Test. It's going to be open to the public. Yes, people can come on those on turn the turn two, turn two yeah, mounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so you can come watch as as per usual. Um, and it's going to be live streamed. Is that right? Live that streamed. Correct? I'm going to yeah. try to find these places here real quick for you. It's on IndyCar.com, IndyCar <laughs> Series Facebook, and Periscope, and you'll have Kevin Lee, Anders Crone, Robin Miller, and Katie Hargett all will be broadcasting Great the test. So you'll have, yeah, yeah. So you'll have a bunch of, a bunch of obviously people that know what they're talking about, kind of breaking down the test for you. Um, better what a great thing we can go testing and we can broadcast I, I know isn't that great awesome. it's really yeah good. eventually this is going to be on NBC Sports Gold that's my guess oh yeah I assume yeah but not this time probably wasn't ready this time around yeah. um, veterans will be on the oval from 11 to 1 rookie orientation refresher program will be from 1 to 3 so that's are your refresher program is that you Technically, I'm a refresher, which I don't. Yeah, I'm not quite. I sure. don't get, but there, but like, so is Elio. Okay, well, Elio's a refresher. If you're in also, that, if so. you're in that group, I guess that's okay. Yeah, yeah, but like, I wonder just if they're gonna make us actually do laps from two ten to two fifteen. That's what we were talking about this morning. Yeah, because you know, like we get two sets of extra extra sets of tires or whatever. So we'll see. It's an interesting way to go about doing it. Like last year he mentioned that like we, we were talking about Oriel Servia actually in his uh, re- refresher yeah he did the third stage first and then did stage two so it was like is that allowed I don't know obviously it was okay but well, I, I mean if we can do that then maybe we do that okay. I don't know but it's it's kind of annoying, but I understand it. I do understand it. Um, but uh, but for me, I'm just going to want to go out and let that thing rip because I'm sure it's going to be uh, something to you know obviously wrap my head around pretty early. Yeah, it, well, yeah, it's, it's it's a strange rule, but you'll be out there with like you said, guys like Elio uh, Fernando. Yeah, I yeah. think will be Fernando's a refresher. Will be a refresher as well, yeah, so that'll yeah. be that'll be interesting. So yeah, and then the last, all you guys will be on track from three to six. Yes, twenty eight cars is the count. Yes, have you ever had a, an oval test that you can remember that many cars? I don't know. Honestly, I, I don't remember. The open test that I participated in in 2017 essentially didn't count because we could not do over 200 miles an hour because we had an issue with the chassis. Okay. So I didn't, I still technically have never participated in an open test at Indy. So really never, I, I, no, not once with a coin. And then I didn't know the that. 2017 one absolutely does not count because our car was broken all day. So. Yeah. Okay, so this is relatively new for this you. This is new. This okay. is be nice. This is yeah. good. You get like I said, the Andretti's kind of the, the Andretti experience is kind of new for you. The test is kind of new for you. You're getting the sim work, which is kind of new sim, for you. Yep. This is uh everything's everything's good. So for so a season just, for a seasoned vet like yourself, you're getting a lot of new experiences. Yeah, seasoned vet. Yeah. <laughs> I still yeah, we'll see. Okay. It'll be fun. Well, I'm trying to think. So yeah, we'll go over the list of guys that'll Everyone's probably Everyone's gonna be pumped because Alonzo's gonna be there, so we gotta, you know, gotta make sure. Yeah. 
the, the live stream's going to be big. Yeah, stay out of the way. And yeah, just, yeah, don't get me. Stay out of the way for Fernando. <laughs> He's going to be out there doing his rookie thing. Well, so. you're, you're texting him out of the Tesco. I, I did not know. He, I don't, we're not texting that well. We'll see. I no one wants to say how well the test went at Texas, so I don't know. I'm I, not sure what was going on. I had there. my, I have, I have a good source on that, and yeah. even he didn't know the speeds. That there you go. go. Yeah, I, he didn't. This is a guy that was pretty well connected to Wild. this, and he didn't have the speed, so I don't know exactly. I what don't speed. care how fast he was going at Texas. I really don't. It doesn't really but matter, like, does it? But it would be neat to know. Yeah, I was going to say but, you want to know. It's like it doesn't affect my life at all. But I'm just curious. So many things in, in this world are like that. But that's yeah, a, that's exactly. A, but I will say that. All right, where is he going to be? Where is he going to be on April 24th? How much, like, are they going to be behind significantly? I mean, this is not, again, I, I want to I no preface idea. this. This is not a knock on, on McLaren. No, they are no. building a new team here from scratch. Great. It's going Great engineer. <laughs> they yeah. do, and they have good people. I'm just yeah. saying that it's going to take some time, and people need to be prepared for that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, let's <laughs> just get big, big smile He'll be P1 by two mile an hour, I'm uh, sure. Okay. We'll just go with that. That's going to be your prediction? Yeah. He coward. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to sell a lot of merch, more merch than us. <laughs> That's, That's for sure. Yeah, and McLaren's going to break in all that money. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, is there anything else? What else? I, I mean, can you give fans of. Can we uh, get to the odds? Yes. For the race? Because this is annoying me. You don't because you don't know. No, I don't. I don't. I didn't click on it because I I know I'm going to hate whatever it says. I'm so excited to see. Like I want to tell you who you're around because I'm putting. I know I can't bet on myself, but like I feel like my friends can bet for me. You know what I mean? What would you? Okay, I'm going to tell you what you you know who the top two guys are, right? Yeah, yeah no, Joseph and Will. Do you know what the odds are on them? What like three to one? It's it's higher. It's seven to one. Seven to one. Okay. So, yeah. This would give you. A, it's hard to win the five hundred. Exactly. And there's a and I'm going to tell you there's some there's some gaps between each section of driver. I assume. Yeah. So those are the top two. Seven. Well, I was looking at Formula One odds the other day, which yeah. is wild. And like Lewis Hamilton was like plus six hundred to win. I was like, what are you talking? What? I like, bet all I my money at, on that. I was like, I would literally put. Yeah, I was. I, it was Max for Max Verstappen and the Chinese Grand Prix, which he won the previous year, was plus a thousand. I was like, yep, putting fifty dollars on that. Yeah, I mean, didn't win, did, but it was like easy it's a bet pretty to good make. bet. Yeah, 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 I think you you did. Yeah, that was money well so spent. Racing odds are really interesting, so I'm well, curious to see well, what this is like. And for Indy, there's yeah, like I said, there's 33 people here, so I'm gonna go. By the way, I'm gonna do we? I don't even know where we are in this country at this point. Do I have to put a disclaimer on it, like that we don't encourage gambling and all that kind of fun stuff? Sure. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. It's bad. Don't do it. It's bad. Kay. Watch out for your bookies. Got it. Done. This is according to actionnetwork.com. They put out- Great network. Is, is, Darren Ravel, nice friend of mine. You know Darren Ravel? He just he texted me during that whole sponsorship controver- controversy last year. With, uh, yeah, with he the, wanted to write a, write an article destroying certain diabetes company, but I told him not to. You encouraged to. him not to? Yeah, because I'm a nice person. You're a classy guy, yeah. Connor. You're a classy he's guy. He's a good dude, though. I like him. Okay. He's a weird guy, actually. I Very like, strange man. I, like, I, I mean, in a, yeah. in a fun way. I but saw we him. spoke on the phone. Did I you? I thought that was cool. Yeah. I saw him dancing on Twitter the other day. It was yeah. cracking me up. Um, okay. So this is this is Vegas. This is Westgate Superbook in Las Vegas. So here we go. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah, are you excited? All right, Will Power, Joseph Newgarden, seven to one. Okay. Do you want? Do you want to guess? Who's... Just keep no. Just okay. uh, Give me give me one that you think is weird and what I think it might be. Okay. Or like if, if there's a surprising one. Okay. I'm gonna. All right. I'm gonna. Uh, oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Like okay. Marco's I... odds. Well, like I feel like Marco's odds would be really interesting. They're they're better than you'd expect. Let's, well, say, maybe, maybe. let's say 15 to 1. You almost nailed it. 16 to 1. Ah, <laughs> that's an avid sports gambler here right now. I'm just kidding. But he's also, he's also tied with, that ties him with Ed Carpenter. Also 16 to 1. Well, that makes sense. I think that makes sense. I, I, I would have had Ed a little higher. A little higher. I don't know. Yeah, but let's look at his race history. He's been on the second. poll like, yeah, but he's been on the poll of 100 million times. Yeah. 
It's true. Nathan turned turn, turn, turn into anything. That's yep. fine. All right. I'm going to go back real quick. Rossi, Dixon, both 8-1. to one. Fair? Yeah, fair. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Hunter Ray, Pagano, 10-1. to one. All right, Pagano being in that situation is is I, I would have thought him to be a less a lesser. Yeah, I think it's the Penske thing, and I think Penske. he's he's been pretty good at ovals. Yeah, I would agree. Recently, I would agree. So I'm thinking that's whoever the, does this, yeah, smart person. But he is higher than one Elio Castroneves, who has won this race three times. Yeah, I know, but that's because it's a, you know he's not a full time guy, so they they have to count that in. But I would say Elio would be like Elio for sure is a ten to one guy. I think I'm a 12. Fair enough. I think Elio's 10 to 1. Okay, sure. so he's, but, yeah. he should be there right there. With, I agree. If you put him in the Simon... I would Simon, hammer... What is, what is Elio? 12. Oh, well, I would hammer Elio at 12 to 1. Oh, yeah. God, these, these better... God, you're I, gonna, you, I love the advice right now. Yeah. This is so good. All right. Hammer Elio. <laughs> well, it depends on how fast the Chevys are. Well, let me say, I wouldn't. don't hammer Elio yet. There's some other good odds out here. Okay, Okay, right. I'm just telling you. All I mean, right. If you got money, spend it, right? <laughs> Hinch, 14 to 1. That's interesting. After not making the field, he's fourteen to one. That's that a, blows my mind out of the water. They're going to get a lot of bets on him. I thought he would have been fifty to one. Fourteen. <laughs> I mean, I, I, not because Hinch can't do it. Well, he's been good. There. He's been on the pole, right? Yeah. But I think you know what they're putting in there is the rebound factor. I, the rebound factor is real nice. I think so they're anticipating hammer Hinch. Yeah, I think hammer they're anticipating Hinch fan well. fan. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, hammer the over on Hinch. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we talked about Marco. We talked about Ed. Sixteen to one. Okay. Tony Canon. At twenty to one comes in next. I'm not ready for that's that. Ambitious. I'm not, I'm not ready for that. Yeah, I'm. That's, I, I think they're gonna I be better. Not, I would not put my money. But there I'm not. Yet. I, I feel bad for. I mean, it's just that's a tough game. It's. I'm not. It's tough. I'm not taking a personal shot no, at Tony. No, it's not a shot. It's just. It's in a in a better situation. In a better situation, he'd have the twenty the odd ones. Twenty to one odds would make more sense in a better situation. Twenty to one. Yeah, in a better situation. I, I mean, I would say. Yeah, that's tough. That's not. It's not a bet I take. What? Yeah. It's not a bad idea. It's not worth it. This is a weird question. What if he was in your car? What would you put him at? In an Andretti car? Yeah, in your car. If ten to one. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you, oh, man, I mean, he's got five teammates. Like, I mean, look at him. Based on your answer, there, you can be disappointed about where you find yourself. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I I know exactly where I did. Are you kidding me? I've, my best finish is twenty first. It's not like I have any golden streaks there. Okay, another. This is this is among the more ambitious ones I've seen since he has never driven an oval before. Yeah, Felix Rosenquist at twenty to one. That's that makes me angry. I I, I, that, I, that one I don't get. Like again, I think Felix is an immensely talented driver. Great, yeah, great driver and a good guy. Just, this but, is a hard place to get around. But he's never drove. Okay, just, yeah, Alex won it as a rookie. Yeah, we get that. Yeah, but that's. But that, I don't. But I, I don't know. Well, he I at just, least had an. He, I think he drove an oval at least before Indy at that point. This probably. Felix will be first. This is his first oval yep. ever. Again. Wow. All right. Next two. See, again, having him above the next two. Sebastian Bourdais and Graham Rahal are 30 to 1. And there's, oh, I'm sorry. I'll do one more. I'm skipping one other person. And, okay. and Takuma Sato, all 30 to 1. There's somebody else at 30 to 1, but I want to talk about him separately. Okay. So Bourdais, Rahal, Sato. Rahal should be higher, for sure. 100% Graham, agree. Yeah, 100%. Rahal, 15 to 1. You got a defending yeah. champ, or not a defending champ, but a former winner in Takuma. Yeah. At 30 to 1? 31, also, yeah, weird. I don't know why that is. I, yeah. I, below Felix Rosenquist? Yeah, that's that's dumb. And Sato's already won a race this year. Like he's I, on, a, he's rolling. So this is where I'm like, ooh, I might if I'm betting, and I can't because I'm covering the race. Yeah, but pounding thirty to one on Takuma Sato might not be a bad idea. Nah, I, I, no, I mean, I don't, th- I don't think it's that. I don't think no, like, I, don't, I wouldn't hammer that. No, but I, I, like if Takuma was was fifty to one, yeah, because okay. he's, but like I don't think, 
I mean, I don't know. You just look. I don't know. I mean, no one expected him to win in 2017, I guess, or 16, or whenever he did it. 17, yeah. He was around it before with Dario. I mean, he's been. He knows what he's doing there. It's usually a banger, like a boomer bust. That's why gambling is dumb. Yeah. Well, this one's impossible. Yeah. But because picking the right winner here is going to yeah. be really hard. Okay, what, what? I just I left out one other thirty to one. Okay, can you guess? Well, no, who, I, I singled him out. It's it's Fernando. Fernando's thirty to one. Thirty to one. <laughs> <laughs> of course, might as well make Fernando five to two or three to one. Hammer Alonzo. He's going to win. It's you, ambitious. See, now I think you're giving bad advice because you want to make money somewhere. Hammer else. Alonzo, everyone. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> That's tough. I, I mean, yeah, he's he's really really good, and he almost won the race. He did. He led laps. But like, 20, how can you? Laps. But how can you expect? I don't know. We'll we'll just. I, I think, of course. Okay, yeah. Taking in the only information that is publicly available, it's probably a good bet. Yes. Which is world championships and almost winning the race once. I feel like you're so hard implying that after the first few practices, his odds are going to fall down. I do not know. Can the odds change? Yeah, I think they can. That's dumb. They can I'm change. Gonna, they well, can I'm going to take mine, whatever they're at, because they I'm going to change them after week you're, one. Okay. Oh, God, I, love I bet I'm 150 to one. You're not. No. <laughs> if there's, so, there's, there's, there, put the mortgage on There are it. two 500 to ones, okay. two 300 to ones, and then everybody else is at 100 and below. Okay. You're not in any of those, by the way. Oh, come on. You're in an Andretti <laughs> car. They're not going to kill you. I, maybe oh, I, was, I was definitely 100 to one, I thought. You're, all right. I'm just going to tell Keep you. Keep going. Okay. 40 to one. We're right. up to next two. Marcus Erickson. Reaction? Forty to one. Forty to one. That's that Formula One vibe. Everyone thinks everyone's a hero from Formula One. So yeah, keep going. Okay. Sage Karam. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. He's always been fast. He's there. fast. There? Fifty and, to one. For, no, we're also forty 40. to one. Yeah, yeah, he's been fast. I'm gonna there. read you all the forties. There's a bunch of them. Okay. Ed Jones. Nope. Not even. Not even with the Carpenter connection. Two hundred to one. No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> No, I, I, I just, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that, that, that odds at all. But was, hey, go for it. He's a full-time driver, finished third there. Way better finish than me, so. He did finish third there. Yep. He had a good result. That could be why. Yep. All right. There you go. Um, did I skip? I did. Okay, here we go. Zach Veach. Yep. 40 to 1. That's, I don't know. I, I mean, he's my teammate, so there you go. Okay. That's, I, that's ambitious. Okay. Ambitious. Where did he finish last year? Don't know. Far back. Yep. Far back. Anyway, continue. I okay. I think I. <sighs> oh, 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 hold on. I was going to surprise Wild. you. I was going to surprise you with this. Okay, keep going. You're also forty to one. Oh man, forty <laughs> to one. Forty to one. Not enough. You wanted longer odds? Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm a long shot. I got you know, I got a lot of fan love and every you know emotional support, which was great. All right, soak it in. That 40, forty to one. Where is that? Where are you feeling? Forty to one. I say hammer it. Drop the drop the house on it. Sell your cars. Put all the money on it because we're going. There we're are going. I'm gonna count it real quick. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, sixteen drivers at forty to one. No, below. Oh. I'm saying that they would take ahead of you. Okay. How do you that's feel fine. about that? That's okay. Yeah, of course. Okay. I'm a, I'm a one off guy. I'm a low key. I'm a low key dog in the fight. Forty to one. I'm that dog that shows up to the race, you know, with with like that's blind, but has like really good other senses. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> no. I don't like I don't have a I don't have a pancreas, but the rest of my body is feeling real good. Are you? You got you got the do I? But I see you have your phone out, so I assume you're placing a bet currently. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I'm yeah. telling my friends, hammer, <laughs> hammer the line. <laughs> yeah. 
okay. just found out I'm 40 to 1 <laughs> odds. I'm surprised Let's no, one go. Said, no one said anything to you sooner. Yeah. It's, uh, I think, no, I do, the odds will change, I think, and as you and Dreddy folk have a good practices and, and good good things well, happen we'll to see. you. Yeah, I, I say get on it early. If you're going to make your bets, make them now. Okay. Because I think that's when you can steal cash from people. You so are. We'll see. And I, we don't bet, obviously. We don't do any sports betting of any kind unless you want to sponsor our racing series and we'll draft a, that, kings it up. We'll do a, whatever we got to do. Right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's interesting. So, who are the worst odds? Okay, yeah, our, yeah. Let's our, let's oh. skip all the rest of us idiots at forty to one. I'm, I'm I don't gonna, care well, about one any more. Jr. Hildebrand's last one. Okay, at what? 40. Okay, yeah. Well, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's obviously nearly won that race. Yeah. Okay. Um, you want me to to just... be uh, okay. To put me in the same category as people who are like full time with Andretti, a guy who's finished second in the race before should have won it. I'll take it. Yeah. That's. I think I'll that's. Res- I, I think that's respect. I think it's a little overhyped, but I'll take it. Yeah, are you feeling the? Pre- <laughs> No, no I like the pressure. That. They've done their research. Let's go. I feel, feel okay these, about these that. Are, these are professionals. They know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Probably like you. you. Wow. You did the that odds. Was just, what a shot. <laughs> Good Lord. That came out of nowhere. No, That's I'm fine. Just kidding. Worst odds? Uh, Pippa? 500 to 1. <laughs> Not taking that one. Sorry. Other one other can you can you can you guess the other five hundred to one? Buddy Lazier. Oh, no. You know what? This doesn't this <laughs> Buddy Lazier. This doesn't count. Because he's not officially in the five hundred. Who? Kyle Kaiser. Oh yeah, he's not in it. Yeah. Not, not officially. Huh. Not officially, yeah, yeah. But I mean I assume So who are the last three? Those, that I was bet a, it's, it's Ben Hanley. Three hundred to one. Yeah. <laughs> this is another one I, This fact that Ben Hanley though it has better odds than Pippa is really scary. <laughs> it's just so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, life is hysterical. <laughs> Good for Ben. I like they, I like they like ben. dragons. They like dragon speed over there in Vegas. <laughs> wow, they, it's aggressive. Okay, all right, let's keep going. Oh, I'm just. Oh, we're working, we're working backwards. Like no, I guess, I then. Now, okay. What, what's a weird one at the? Well, what's okay, a weird one? This is the weird one. one. This, this is the other three hundred to one one. Is Jack Harvey? I'm a little three hundred to one. Yeah, he's with Ben Hanley on that, and I don't think that's right. That's not right. I don't think that's. He had right a pretty good all. run he's last been, year. Yeah, he's been doing decent, and he's run with. Hammer that one then. That's what I'm oh, saying. I wonder if there like a is there like a can you get it like to to place like or like the, you know those horse bets where yeah, you yeah. like can you I'm get sure them you can. top three or something top five yeah I'm I'd, sure I'd, I'd, I mean Jack led the race there at the end of the year last year yeah him and Oriole were out front there for a half second the yellow I'm come Jack out. Harvey I'm hammering myself three hundred to one why I'm not two hundred grand on that <laughs> oh, you uh, never no one has you'd, spon- grand, you'd yeah. sponsor your own I team yeah I would do I would do a race I actually I don't think Vegas would take that bet actually I think I don't know what the I don't know what the max is on that kind of thing I don't think they even understand what racing is when you go out there they're like excuse me yeah who that's fine we'll get there okay trying to find one that you'll find interesting what's Santino Ferrucci's odds you guess. 85 to 1, 90 to 1. 100 to 1. Perfect. That's about right. Okay. Um, do you want to guess Jordan King with Graham Rahal's team? Oh, with Graham Rahal's team. Rahal Letterman Lanigan? 80 to 1. 60. 60. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hurt is at 60. Another guy. Hurt is at 60. Another guy. I would have thought him at the, at least 40 or 40. Really? Oh, He's yeah. never, never had an oval before, but again, yeah, apparently there is Felix and Quist. Yeah, yeah. And, I don't know. I mean, come on. 60 to 1 for a guy who's already won this year? 60 to 1 right next to Mateus Laced. Nah, I don't have time for Mateus Laced, but definitely Colton Herta. This guy, this the fact that you put Laced and Herta at the same odds doesn't make a lot of sense to me. That is the that is actually the dumbest thing I've heard this entire day. Actually, the whole week. That's the that's the dumbest thing I've heard all week. That Laced hasn't finished in the top 
20 ever, I think. Or maybe, well, I finished 15th at Long Beach. I don't know. This is my... Uh, like, come on. I, Colton's yeah. won a race already and has been in the top 10 every single qualifying session, I think, this year. He's Well, again, I don't or think... Or in the Fast 12 every single time. Another one that you can pound because they don't know he's driving an Andretti car, essentially, I guess. Oh, yeah. If you got guys that don't realize that it's an Andretti car, then... Well, that's probably what it is, right? Oh, you're probably right. Yeah, you're probably right. So... Hammer Colton at 60, at 60 to, one. to 1. Are you kidding me? Put that in the... Paint that into your house. My, uh... I'm so unprepared for this podcast. My computer just died, so the odds went away. But right, you, you've well, handled good I, job. This is, thanks. You clearly, you've clearly. This is this is brought out the best in you. I think the the odds and the gambling <laughs> She's and and it's uh, so funny. I mean, I have a lot of emotional reasons why I hate certain odds and not. But like, man, I, I, know. I just think when you go pure facts, like, come on. I know, I know. I think it's good. We'll, we'll, we'll do. We'll do this in a couple weeks during May. We'll go over the odds again and okay. see where everything's at. If they change. They like, will change. They okay. have to change. They will change. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, these things happen, and especially when big money's put on. That's wild. I just think that's inc- that's crazy. I hope you, I want to know, like, I, well, you just texted all your friends, so they're going to, like, your no, number's going to jump to, like, 20 to 1 because everybody's no, pounding you at 40. So. I don't think so. I, I think 40's respect, though. I'll take it. I think it's not bad. You know what, I'll take it. It could have been, been, been 500 to 1. It could have been 500 to 1. That was All right, so. Oh, hold on. I'm actually, I got a little last, it's like my extra reserve power like Townsend Bell oh, had wow, okay. yeah, uh, yeah. to save his plane. All right. I'm going to run through them, the rest of them real quick. Herta, King, Servi at 60 to 1, Piggott at 60 to 1, Chilton at 60 to 1, James Davison at 100 to 1. Ha! Huh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. No reaction to nothing not, beyond no that? No reaction. That was, <laughs> that was a reaction. Yeah. I, <laughs> Ferrucci, Kimball, Pato, Jay Pato Howard. at 100 to 1. Jay huh? Howard at 100 to 1. Jay Howard's not even racing. <laughs> Jay Howard's not even racing, so I don't don't, don't put Jay your money on Jay Howard because he doesn't have a car. <laughs> so this tells you where West, his Honda Pilot around there, where Westgate is right now. Yeah, there, see, there. so these odds are essentially all a bunch of crap. But hey, well they'll change. Thank you for at least giving us odds and giving sports gamblers an opportunity to participate. Oh, you, I, don't, we need a sports book in the middle of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway as it, well. As soon as, as soon as Indiana, as soon as Indiana legalizes it, we're it's getting there. happening. We're getting there. Think of I a think. better that, big that, money coming in here for the Indianapolis Hundred Speedway. You got your you got your Twitter questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, we're moving yeah, on. We to better twi- get to this because my my parking spot expires in twenty minutes. Does it? <laughs> They're gonna tell you, I hope. Yeah, it's not even my car. What? So. what uh, whose car is it? My friend Steven's car. Steve, give him a he shout out. Yeah, Say thanks. thank you, Steven. Is he listening to the podcast? Fish Probably off. not. He doesn't listen to the podcast, but he's a great man. Like not anymore. <laughs> not to me. Yeah. Um. All right. What we had your- some good questions, I think, coming in hot here. You want to fire away? Yeah, because this one I have a, a very keen. Um, well, this one I'm, I'm working. Well, don't forget on. to read the names. Do you always forget? Yeah, the names? David Barr. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. David Barr at Dave A Barr. Okay. Uh, e IndyCar can play a big part in securing new and younger fans. Who would have thought? I totally agree with that. Can Connor please give an update on his efforts along with Steinbrenner the fourth and others to make that a reality? I don't. I didn't know Steinbrenner was doing anything about that. Um, I know I am. I'm part of an esports team. Uh, we're literally setting up an incredible esports battle race weekend at the Indianapolis Speedway that hopefully we can tell you more about soon. Um, because there's a certain other driver with an esports team, <laughs> Fernando Alonso, um, and a team, McLaren, with an esports team. Um, and I have an esports team, so it'd be kind of cool maybe to see all of us compete against each other. That'd I don't be know. A lot of fun. You got definitely and definitely. And Forza Motorsport, us- we have an incredible relationship with. Um, so yeah, we are absolutely trying to actually start an e IndyCar series because we're the only racing series without one. Um, NASCAR's got one, Formula One's got one. Um, so I, I, I really, I have, I, I'm, 
our team owners will absolutely not give it the time of day at all because that's just the way it is. You have some, yeah. Um, but uh, but if they realize, I mean, honestly, if they listen to what young fans wanted, then I would have a job. So <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I think we are definitely making progress there. I certainly am trying as hard as I possibly can to do that, and we'll see. Okay. Pay attention, race weekend. Yeah, I was going to say, give, make sure you continue to update us on this podcast. Yeah, exactly. That'll be, that'll be interesting will. to keep up with, and, and maybe I'll even try to come out and write a story. So there you go. I think fun. you should. All right. Baldy McBaldface. You're going to read another one. Go for it. Raider to Bearcat. I like that name. Who wins in a fight, rumble style <laughs> of IndyCar drivers? Bonus, same question, but with owners. Okay. Go, uh, go ahead. My first, I got my first instinct. Uh, I think... Um, Santino Ferrucci is a real scrapper, right? I think he's going to be down there. He's going to be on his hands and knees like Conor McGregor and then get absolutely just demolished by some giant dude or just anyone. Um, I don't know. I, I think... Uh, Where did that come from? Where's the Ferrucci? He's just small and he posted a shirtless Instagram photo oh, the other day and it just made me really it. angry. I, I can't knew it. There it. was some reason for that. And he also asked me over the weekend, why do you come to these races? Are you serious? I, I kid you not. And I was like, mm, I don't want to... You almost anyway, started the rumble right then and there. There was a rumble almost happening there. I think I'm a big fighter. Uh, I'm a lover though, not a fighter. I've never once threw a punch at anyone or even thought about it. So I don't think I can be in this San, fight. Santino's egging, egging Jan. I don't know. I don't really care. Ed Jones um, gave you a look the other day I saw. I don't know. I don't know. Did he? No, Ed's fine. We looked okay. at each other in the airport the other day and just kind of gave a nod. Okay. Um, but that's a great question. I think ultimate fighter, Sage Karam obviously wins. He's an actual wrestler. Oh, that's a good um, one. I think Will Power would absolutely elbow your face. Uh, Joseph Newgarden, that's low the, key scrapper. I, I think he's also built like a huge, brick house. Yeah, big this, uh, that yeah. guy's got big arms. We had dinner together recently. That's, he's got a new mouth. I mean, he's feeling good. I got my other pick um, too. You missed one yet? Okay, go for it. Graham, he's huge. Yeah, Graham's got some size. Advantage. Graham does some boxing every now and then. Oh, does he? Too. Okay, well, yeah, I was yeah. talking about the size of it. He's got a little reach advantage too. Yeah, TK, real fighter. Oh yeah, yeah TK is going to absolutely. I mean, he will wrestle you to the ground and knee your chest in. So I think I think that'll be and that'll be really important. Competitive level wise, I think you know Alex and Scott would get feisty for sure. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but I don't know. know. I can't see Alex fighting anyone. Well, if I can't was, see Scott fighting him. Scott would just look at you. Scott is a guy who would have like magical powers. Yeah, and, like look at you with his eyes and like break your legs. Yeah. with just his <laughs> eyes and his brain. <laughs> Like he's turned into a Mortal Kombat character, just <laughs> yeah, the, exactly. ice, the Ice Man. Yeah, um, that's that. What? Who? Who? Who doesn't? Okay, yeah. I was, nah, never mind. Yeah, well, let's just move on. Well, give us the <laughs> give us the owner real quick. He asked us. The oh, owner. the owners. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, uh, don't Sully. You see, don't you Sully, see? Sully. Sully. <laughs> Sully's a big. I think Sully's Sully takes people down. I think you know who he's I think? got. You know, he's got. He's got those great partners. He used to have what hydroxycut and all that stuff. Yeah. I think Sully's a fighter. Jim Jimmy Vassar, low key guy who's going to sweep the leg. Um, Michael Shank looks like he can handle Michael himself. Michael Shank, absolutely. But I think Chips, like Chip Ganassi, you kidding me? I'm not fighting Chip Ganassi. Chip Ganassi looks like he would absolutely knock you out. He's yeah. like one of those guys that you know just comes in with confidence. Yeah, he might knock you out of the way in. Honestly, he might do that. Uh, who else? Who was I going to say that? There was somebody else I thought had. Some, you know who might be sneaky good? Does Dale scare you at all? No, not at all. Dale's a Dale's a kitten. He's a kitten. Yeah, he scares me a little bit. He, he doesn't scare me. He intimidates me a little bit. I don't think so. Um, speaking of Chip, real quick, do you want to just because I, I promised people we'd talk about it? And I was like, there's a question in here. Okay, uh, he said locked in entries. We've talked about this before. Just go real quick. We're gonna spend very little time on this it's because fine. it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Cool. Um, <laughs> no locked in entries for the Indy 500. Why? 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 I mean. 
yes, if you're rich and you want to keep your richness and all the money that you're losing in IndyCar or not losing because you're rich, that's just tough. I mean, obviously, I want to drive for Chip and Roger. <laughs> so now I probably just ruined that. But They don't uh, listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah they fine. definitely don't. It's fine. Um, but I, I mean, I understand where they come from 100%. You got a lot of money riding on this race. But when are you guys going to struggle to qualify in this current era? In this current era, you are not going to. Like, I think the Schmidt situation was very unique, and and, and I think they probably understand why they didn't qualify. Yeah. Um, but, like, since when have Ganassi or Penske ever been struggling to qualify in the last 20, 20 years? I mean, since 1996, excuse me. So... I don't know. I, I just I think in the last ten years, sure, certainly, yeah. the only team that's really struggled was Andretti. Andretti, right? And 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 they knew why. Like they understand why, and that never happened again. Yeah. So I, you know, I I don't know. I, I think that's it's a shame that we have to talk about that because obviously the series will have to think about it because Chip and Roger are some of the most powerful owners in the sport. Correct. But no, I thought we don't need any more time on it. It's dumb. Fans would hate it. Obviously, with the Twitter polls that you put up. Yep. Yeah, but uh, again. What team listens to the fans? None of them. So, here we go. That's that's my <laughs> hot that's, takes. That's hot, hot takes. Take. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. Connor Clinkenbeard at CC Clinken. Yeah, great. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, thoughts on hiding the push to pass data? That's interesting. Hiding from the TV viewers and from other competitors, not knowing when someone is on the button may allow more overtaking and less anticipatory blocking. Thoughts? I, I, I don't mind the idea. Actually, I don't mind the idea. Yeah, I don't mind the idea. Um, but how, well, the drivers would have to know it. But you're talking like team. Well, you wouldn't. You wouldn't know who else has. Like you wouldn't know what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like, if you're behind Alexander Rossi, you wouldn't know how much he had, and he wouldn't know how much you had. Yeah, I think I think it'll it would make for an interesting situation. Yes, I think you'd you'd have a lot more conservative drivers with overtake. Oh, really? You feel that people wouldn't burn it right away. You think? I think so. I think you'd probably want to save it for the end, just so you think you'd be the clever guy at but the I, end with a lot of overtake. This is, the bad point is, don't hide it from the TV viewers. It's like it's like it's like watching yeah, poker on TV. TV viewer. Yeah, don't hide it. From you want to see what they viewers. have? Yeah, yeah. But but you know the the teams are going to be watching the TV at the race, right? Oh you're gonna yeah, those, you're going to get that happening. So yeah, I guess you're right. Well, I guess you, then you could. I don't know. I wouldn't mind. Like I would if they experimented. It would make it harder at one on the race? teams if if they put it on the team if they put it like on the TV broadcast. But like the, then the teams would have the TV broadcast up at all times. You well, know they, what I mean, what, what, if, what if you said they couldn't? What if that was like IndyCar? Yeah, you mandatory. can't have the TV broadcast. Well, they're going to have someone on some sort of radar really? contact. Oh, 100%. Well, you've got to outlaw that stuff. It's no, got to be like... Right. No, no one can outlaw all that stuff. You have no idea. It's like listening to Tony Romo during a football game and be like, oh, I know what play they're going to run because <laughs> yeah. Tony just called. What, what I think they should do, though, is maybe on the TV broadcast, only flash it at certain points. Okay. Like, here we go, boom, and like, and then that's it. And so you really have to have someone who's watching aggressively. So It's interesting. I, I actually, I, I like the idea of the intrigue it would add. So I, if they yeah. experimented with it at a race, okay. I don't know. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, we'll see about that. Okay. Um, Tim Reeves. Oh, you go ahead. You, Tim. Yeah. Uh, curious to ask Connor Daly 22, how junior teams like Carlin develop drivers? What does that entail? Seems to have done a lot for the current rookies. Just asking about indie lights, I think. Uh, yeah, teams like I mean, Carlin's got a team in everything. Yeah, not lights, right but now. I mean, you can anyone can be an indie car driver with enough money, or anyone can be a development driver with enough money as well. Um, so I don't know. I, I think Carlin has a great system. Uh, Junkos had the great system as well. I mean, Junkos is you know indie lights champion is is their indie car driver, and they've stayed faithful to him, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, a team like Carlin, I mean, Carlin uh, development drivers. I mean, I, I don't know if Carlin has development drivers. I mean, yeah. Max Chilton 
owns the team. So realistically, I don't think he's a development driver. I think he that he just owns the team. Well, so. they're not saying development. They're asking how they develop drivers. Yeah, but I th- but I think Isn't that I di- mean there's all, difference, right? Yeah, I mean I, develop drivers. I think what they do is they obviously any any team like that is going to teach the driver. Okay, if you want to actually be operating at the highest level, yeah. you have to do everything right in the in the current series that you're in, right? And they want to win. Any team, any junior team wants to win uh, a junior formula team. So. I think they do a good job because they have a lot of resources and I think they have a lot of teams. So they've got, you know, the F3, GP2, yeah. uh, you know, Indy Lights. Uh, I think there there's a lot of teams that, um, you know, c- could be like Carlin, but there are a lot of teams that are like Carlin. Andretti. You know, Andretti's got yeah. an Indy Lights team that's obviously very popular. Schmidt had an Indy Lights team that was very popular. Um, I think it's just teaching the drivers, you know, to be ready for anything, to be, you know as professional as possible at an early level. But I also think you still only the only guy that's going to graduate from Indy lights essentially without, you know, without obviously funding behind them yeah. is the champion. So, you know, unless you're the champion, that's going to be tough. So you got to focus on everything that you can do to be that champion. And if that team does, you know, does it the right way, then they're also telling the driver, Hey, if you get to IndyCar, you know, because they have an IndyCar team, here's what you can expect. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough question, though. It is. I will say that. Uh, did you hear what Michael said, Andretti, I should say, about Indy Lights <laughs> no. this weekend? It was fun. He was talking about, uh, yeah, news we should have probably addressed. Jared Andretti will be driving for, oh, yeah, yeah. for Andretti at the uh, yeah. at the Freedom 100, which is really cool. Very cool. Yeah. Andretti, awesome. And then Michael said that uh, it really pisses him off that there aren't more IndyCar teams involved in Indy Lights. And yeah, and, and that's exactly right. I completely agree. Yeah. But it's like, how do you expect that to happen if there's no one with enough money to pay for Indy Lights? That's you know what, what I mean. That's and the other side of the story. No IndyCar team is going to get an Indy Lights to lose money. They're already losing money, you know, at a certain level in IndyCar sometimes. You know what I mean? Well, and I've heard the money, the price of, of a Lights program is still not great right it's, now. Yeah, it's a lot. So I, that's a tough one. I, every IndyCar team should mandatorily have uh, an Indy Lights team, right? I, I, but, ideally, yeah. But that, you know, then you lose essentially you could spend your entire leader circle to run one Indy Lights car, right? So, like, that's 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 crazy. Like, if you have to give away all the money that you're trying to get from the series to help keep your doors open yeah. to run one Indy Lights car, I mean, my gosh, that's that's tough. Yeah. So. Well, it's, once they, maybe they could do, IndyCar has talked about incentivizing, giving you guys more test days, giving them more, yeah. all that kind and of stuff. And they've done that. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's still, it's just, it's, that's a tough one. It is. That's it's hard. I'm hoping one. to talk to, actually, I'm hoping to talk to Michael tomorrow about it and see yeah. if he'll elaborate, but uh, we'll see. But um, the Indy Lights is growing. You know, we do have more cars this yeah. year than we had last year, which is great. And, and it's been good racing. And it has been good racing. So, you know, hopefully that series can continue to grow like, like GP3 or F3 is now, you know. Yes. All right. Charlie Smith at CC Smith, 1989. Uh, Counter, who will be your engineer and who will be on your box calling strategy race day? When will we see your paint scheme? We already answered that last yeah, one. Yeah, answered the paint scheme. Uh, my engineer is Andy, Andy Lista. Uh, he's currently Colton's assistant engineer, and he was Ryan Hunter Ray's assistant engineer when Ryan won and for the last couple of years. So uh, he nice. was also uh, on my Pro Mazda team in 2009. Okay. Uh, very 10 years ago now, uh, we first started working together. Um, so I, I've known Andy for a long time, really smart guy. And the best part about what that is, right. The best part of that right now, sorry, I dropped my phone. Um, is that he like, he really cares. I can tell like we've had lunch. He's he always wanting to talk about something, which is so cool because I know I'm a customer. I'm just a customer to Andretti Autosport currently. You know what I mean? I'm not a, I'm not a, you know, a driver that they're, you know, that they're wanting to employ clearly because I'm, I'm a customer, but 
he is really treating it. I think, you know, it'll be his first time as a race engineer and my first time as a race driver for Andretti. So we obviously want to do well. Okay. So now it'll help him. It'll help me. So we'll see. I'm glad. And I do not know who is calling strategy. You don't know strategy yet? It might be Michael Andretti. It might be TZ. Uh, We'll see. Okay. When do you find out? Uh, I assume when we get closer to May. Okay. Who knows? Michael will be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Apparently he's good at it. (laughs) Yeah, I would imagine. I don't know. All right. Next one's for you. Uh, Captain, uh, Captain, obvious question for Townsend Bell. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot happened up there. Um, (laughs) Nothing happened. We explained it earlier. Electrical failure. He's fine. Um, (laughs) Can you detail the process for swapping a road car over to an oval configuration? Uh, Not only are you swapping the aero kits, you're swapping the gearboxes, you're swapping the uprights. Uh, Totally different. I mean, essentially, you have to strip the entire car of everything. Um, I mean, suspension pieces, uh, literally everything. So that's why it took three days for, you know, last year for my car to be swapped over because it's just not possible. I mean, you have to, you know, sometimes you have to switch a livery. Like the car has to be a different, like wrapped differently. So it's, it's, it's a lot more than people think. Um, and you know, the chassis fitting up to the new, you know, to the new aero pieces might not be awesome. You know, the first time they fit up. So it's everything from aero, uprights, gearbox. Gearboxes are super important at Indy. Um, so teams usually probably have a separate special gearbox for Indy. So it's a lot. I told you you forget. That was Dan Ristine at Dan Ristine. Yep. You, you totally, there you go. Yeah, yeah. You always forget. That's jo- fine. Joseph Hall. That's because you say it. I do. Joseph Hall, J. Hall, 1455. Uh, Connor, yep. maybe this is a little early, but in a debrief, when all Andretti cars run at the Speedway, are cars running different setups, or are you running basically the same setup? Well, if we were to all run the same setup, we wouldn't learn anything. So I think all of us will always be trying different things. Um, everyone, you know, the benefit of having so many cars is the fact that you can run so many different setups. And if you run more setups than anyone else, that means you've got more data than anyone else. So you can hopefully come up with the best. It's like a puzzle. I explained it today like a puzzle. If you have all the pieces of the puzzle by the end of the month, you probably will be able to assemble it. But if you're, if you get to the end of the month of May and you're missing a couple pieces of the puzzle, you might not be able to assemble it in the most efficient manner. So it's all about getting those puzzle pieces together and putting them together come race day. You know, whether it's, you may, you might make a change on day one of practice that by May 25th, you say, huh, what did we do on Tuesday? The first day of practice run three. That was actually really good for my rear stability. And, you know, that might be one of the puzzle pieces that you need. Who's, so. who's, who's in charge of, like, tracking that? Is that you? I mean, or... Like, all the engineers. Everybody's saying, like, this is that. this run, this is the time. Yeah, they make to... notes on every single comment you make coming in and out of the car. So, it's... Uh, they've got notes on everything, and they'll read through it all every single night. And you'll have six... I mean, you're going to have, essentially, six cars. Six cars were the data. Com- combining... Six cars setups, yeah. And so, when, when did the setups get tailored to almost be matching is that is that just gonna be for the race assuming you guys all like the same thing well i think what i mean i i i we'll just see what happens i i'm again i'm not super familiar with the andretti system on how it works but i'm sure we'll all you know we'll all try and run the same setup at one point to make sure you know just to see uh which car is the fastest car because if we're all on exactly the same setup we can sort of see um you know which car has the most raw speed okay and then go from there. So that'll go. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely be asking you about that coming up yeah. in, in the next month. Um, all right, Andrew me. at Andy Jones, 6704. Does Alex really know how to change a battery or was he just acting like it in the video? What I think vid- Alex what video, is a, what video is this? The Napa video, I think. Yeah, the Napa video. Is that one where he was just 
Maybe I missed this. Yeah, he he was changing the battery for a guy, and oh, the guy I, like went over and got his suit on. Oh, I missed it. Yeah, wild. I think Alex is actually a lot more mechanically inclined than we might think. Um, so yes, I think he can change the battery. Absolutely. You've never seen him prove it, though. I have. I've seen him working on cars. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's true. Last question from Michael Goodyear. M yep. Goodyear Double O Seven. A frequent, a frequent question. Yes. So thank you, Michael. Um, is there any difference in terms of how busy Connor Daly will be during the month of May this year compared to last? Even though Air Force is still the primary, his primary sponsor, does being embedded with a bigger team like, like Andretti change the number of required activities or events? I would say the number of activities are actually way more contractually obligated hmm. um, because Andretti's big on contracts and official business and stuff like that. However, I will obviously go above, go above and beyond and, and not really care about what my contract says. There's a certain amount of appearances that I have to do for the Air Force. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, my, my goal is to obviously get them to continue investing in IndyCar. So if that means me working a little bit harder for it, then I will. Um, because that is the most important thing is, is keeping the, you know, the sponsors coming through and, and, and funding this opportunity. So I don't think I'll be more busy than I've ever been, but I, I think I, it will be a, an organized chaos for sure. A very organized chaos. I have a whole calendar already in my phone. I've never used the iCal app. I've never used the calendar and I now have events every single day from May 1 to May 27. Really? So it's very exciting to like see that I actually have a schedule and there are things and it's that's fun. Was this it's made good. for you by Andretti people? It was made for me by Andretti people. That's which great. Which is really nice. Yeah, so I wish somebody would make my schedule. I know. It's it's really exciting. So that's that's what we got going on. Well, I'm, I'm happy about it. When and if you win the Indianapolis 500 having bet pounded, you know, 40 to 1, you will be able to pay somebody to make your own well, the problem is the i don't have year. enough cash to bet on myself that's that's the only issue you gotta, i have friends who do so okay well you know maybe maybe we'll see what happens yeah you should make that deal you say if i win i the don't ra- think i'm allowed to do it legally so i will not but if my friends want to then hey go for it you make the deal you say if you if i win the race and you bet on me you <clears> that's 100 percent illegal you have 100 <laughs> percent illegal you have we to do spon- not commit crimes you have to sponsor me at x and x race that is an illegal act and we will not do that fine but <laughs> but thank you for the idea. I, it's a great that's a great thought. You can do it secretly without anyone knowing. That's fine. It'll be like uh, it'll be like Fernando having an e-cigarette sponsor, even though apparently cigarettes are not okay. I think it's awesome. We need money in the series, so let's open it up. I got to do some investigating on why that was okay. I think it's obviously okay. I mean, it I'm has not, to be okay. It's e it's e stuff. E is the way of the future. I'm not opposed to it. I'm just telling you <laughs> that like it seems odd. We got to get someone to spend money on Randy car racing. Well, we're gonna get. I think it sounds like marijuana's coming soon too. Excellent. I don't do that, but I think we need well, no, to open money. our sponsors up. Yeah. Whoever wants to yeah, gambling, CBD. Views, whatever they are. Shout out views for sponsoring McLaren. And, and get boo and booze. B A T and booze. And obviously, hundred yeah, percent. We booze. need Coors Light cars. Actually, Joseph might run a booze colored car. Is he? Does he have a deal with Miller Light? He did something a couple of years ago, but I don't know yeah. if he, what he's got coming up. If he's I'm got sure something new, it's news to me. On their car, they'll have. They might have some booze on their car. Well, maybe he'll have some Pepsi, which I think was named the official. I hope so. I would love a deal. Official IMS. Diet Mountain Dew is a solid beverage. <laughs> was. Anyway. Is oh, it thing? is. It is. It oh, okay. As I say, I don't know if they cancel. I'm not a Mountain Dew guy. So. I mean, they should. They should sponsor me for sure. This podcast has gone off the rails. All right, that's uh, it. My car expires in five minutes. I gotta. Right. I don't, can't get a ticket because it's not my car. It's perfect timing because we gotta go. We gotta okay. go. So thank you for joining us on IndyCar Weekly. We will have. I don't know when the next one will be. We'll figure that out. I right? don't know either. Yeah, we'll see. You got a busy May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's okay. We'll find time. 
Yes. Okay. I agree. And we'll update you on your odds because I think you're going to go up <laughs> on from 40 to 1. 40 to 1. That's, that's my bet. I'm betting on that. I'm betting you go it. up from 40 to 1. All, All right. right. Thanks for listening. 